Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back with another exciting, phenomenal, spendalicious, that's not even a word, I just made that up, spendalicious episode of the official MAP Technologies Podcast. I think uh, this podcast, we have a real awesome subject, but before we get into the subject, let's get with the rundowns. I am one of your hosts, Stai, Hosticles, King Godimus, and as always, we got the biggest Blackest, baddest, mofo, bubblegum chewing, ass kicking, quick, that dipset bird game. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Still here. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, on my screen right beside me, who's being a little quiet today. What's going on, good sir? How are you? I think Mike, nobody you. can see your screen. We don't know how your screen lays. We don't know who's on what side of your screen. <laughs> that's, why I said, that's why I said the guy was being a little quiet today. Who's being the most quiet today? <laughs> that would be me. That would be you. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's up, folks? This is Jay Infinity, a.k.a. Mr. Oh No. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit under the weather. That's why, that's why I'm being oh, quiet. So. Virtual hugs. Oh, <laughs> As always, we got Mr. 3C, introduce yourself, good sir. It's your boy. It's the Charm City Champ. And I would like to, my square to be a little more social distance away from John's square. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, on my screen, you are. So I'm going to talk to And um, we have a uh, special, special guest on the show today. Uh, someone who's dear to my heart because he uh, carries me through <laughs> all the stuff on the one game that I play. Introduce yourself, good sir. <laughs> I'm Dario. Character's name, everybody knows me by is W-S-E-D-F-G-G-H-J, but you guys don't have to try to pronounce that. It's Italian. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. What? <laughs> W-S-E-D works. Was said. Dario. People just make stuff up. Dario's the government. But uh, Mike Mike was like, I need the most toxic mother effer that I know. Who's the worst person yeah. around? They say the most shit in video games. They're like, Dario, get him. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's That's from New York. He trash talks. No That's the guy. I said, yeah, it's a personal attack, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything for you, Mike. Thank we you, actually, brother. I appreciate you. We actually tricked you. This is an intervention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first one. <laughs> So yeah, um, we're talking about, I think, something that everyone has bumped into at some point in time, especially playing video games, toxicity. How, what, you know, toxicity of stories and, uh, you know, what's, how does it affect the gaming world? So yeah, let's, uh, let's get into our, our toxic rant. Well, we, I guess we can't talk about toxicity in gaming without specifically talking about online gaming and how that really opened the door to toxicity in gaming the way we know it now. Because toxic gamers yeah. existed back with the Super to, Nintendo yeah. days, but yeah. it's just we had no idea of knowing how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably, pro I mean <clears throat> probably some of the first like really big mainstream examples of it are going to be Xbox Live. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. When uh, Xbox 360 came about, when, you know, that whole, you know, I had a, even though I've always had all systems, I played the 360 a little bit more, and I have some 
some doozies. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea so many people had sex with my mother until Call of yeah. Duty came out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's a willing participant. <laughs> what? She's a never what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of children, too. What is the problem? <laughs> Whoa, mom, slow down there. Gonna <laughs> hurt yourself. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have Xbox Live, so my like first instances of people being toxic in online games was like when people would rage at you in StarCraft in like ladder matches. What? <laughs> they, you know, just be like typing stuff. <laughs> oh my god! But, like that's kind of it for me. <laughs> no Xbox Live. Yeah, bless your virgin soul. <laughs> it was World of Warcraft for me. It was the same thing. We we didn't have Xbox Live, so we went right to WoW. And those early years back in vanilla and BC, I mean, the toxicity was amplified dramatically back then. It was a very different style because I guess we were all coming to that age of the internet at the time, right? For us growing up, all five of us, that's when it really, really took roots. But I... It's come down now, but it's different now. Mm-hmm. It's different, and it's probably it, more serious now, too. I mean, I feel like now a lot of it is centered on, like, something we'll talk about later, like, gatekeeping and elite, like, el- this, like, elitist mentality. Because now with games, there's so much information out. Like, you just have all these people that feel like they know everything. And they're, oh, it's, it's so bad, man. You, like, you do a battleground and, and wow, and, like... Oh, yeah. People yeah. are, like, trash-talking you, and it's, like... Did I just level this character or like shut down? Yeah, I'm just learning the rotation. So is it so do they so do they ban people now more than they did earlier in the early years? You think that's why it was so prevalent earlier? Like you can get away with calling a bunch of people the N-word because they were more reluctant to like, you know, put that ban hammer down on you like they are now. Oh yeah, you get banned for that stuff very easily now. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I used to get banned all the time back in the day. I got banned like eight or nine times. Easy, easily, easily eight or nine times. But for like going at somebody, you know, it was it was different. There was I wasn't I wasn't throwing no n words around. It was it was a bit different. It was more like you, your family, your sister, your mother. I had a lot of energy at sixteen, and I was ready to go at anybody. But nowadays, you can't even type out two things without getting. First, reporting. it's going to stop you. Then mm-hmm. it's going to report you. The community is going to be more active in reporting you because the community used to be the ones that would hype that stuff up because they wanted to see it. You know, it was more like mm-hmm. a spectacle back then. And now mm-hmm. you're almost tired of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was about to say that because now, like, when they introduced banning and it helped a little bit, but now the people who are toxic are now using bans improperly to get people banned for no reason. Right. So now it's even worse. <laughs> back at you but i mean it's it's worse in a sense but it's better in the sense that like a lot of the the language is definitely toned down yeah but you just you can't you just can't get away with this stuff anymore, you know mm-hmm. it's so a like, lot more no-go words that these big corporations have put on their too. list of things you yeah. can't say so mm-hmm. it's much more easy for them to to get you with something and to get you out of there with something also. And they're much quicker to do it too now. And you have a lot less strikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll admit I, uh, I've definitely reported people just cause they annoyed me. 
<laughs> and they had like they had a character name that Blizzard would probably get rid of. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you just annoyed me. I'm reporting this name. Have fun with your game. <laughs> That's a funny story. I played um. So what I I'm, I'm an MMO guy, and I'll use the uh, dibble dabble. I'll play WoW, and then I'll stop, and I'll play Final Fantasy 14, and that was the uh, rotation. So I'm playing Final Fantasy 14, and one of my you uh, rotation down. What's that? Nothing. <laughs> well, I, I have the no, not true. I have the beast mother, beast uh, master down because it's only three buttons. That's it. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that um, affliction warlock. No, <laughs> God, almost had an aneurysm planted. <laughs> But my character's name was um, Ass Hammer. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, and I very seldom used him. He was just a tune that I would use. To, and one time I was playing, and my character like instantly got like sent to, and I'm like, what the hell did I do? It's not even occurring to me that my character's name is just horrible. And they made me change my character's name. So I'm sorry, Square Enix. Yeah. I always like to see how long we can get away with like, obviously. <laughs> inappropriate names before they, yeah. before they get banned. It's like, you definitely don't want to say anything in trade chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> banned immediately. Yeah. But like, my, uh, I had a character named Big Juicy Fart for like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, yeah, it just gets reported. <laughs> Funny acting people. Yeah, you've seen the people who make uh, Among Us they released something this week saying, oh, shit, we didn't know that we had to put moderation in our game, so we're going to absolutely start working on that now. <laughs> now that there's more than 20 people playing it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we are working yeah, on we, that as you speak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mod- moderation has definitely helped, like, with, mm-hmm. with the language usage. Mm-hmm. And, like people threatening people like it still happens mm-hmm. and but then people get banned for it mm-hmm. so i don't know i, I for for me like again, my experience is going to be different mm-hmm. from other people's experience but like because i'm not getting like you know racist stuff thrown at me mm-hmm. fight anything that mike might say about me um, <laughs> <laughs> like i don't i don't get that stuff um so that you know, so i don't get like homophobic stuff thrown at me um it's it's always just going to be like like toxic gatekeeping stuff mm-hmm. you know someone i did a battleground yesterday and i went to go join the team fight and someone whispered me he just goes your gear is garbage don't go team fight go sit this base <laughs> <laughs> and i just responded with qq but he was too young he didn't get it mm-hmm. so like yeah. It it's like that. That's the kind of stuff that that I see is is that kind of behavior. I don't get the again like the racist stuff, the homophobic stuff, like anything like that. That's just my experience. So, I guess this is just towards you guys. Like, how have you guys ever taken any of that stuff personally? Every time. This guy clearly knows who my mother is, so (laughs) (laughs) he's engaging in sexual activities with her. I'm appalled. (laughs) What 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 bothers me and what always bothers me is when people are just wrong about something. Mm -hmm. That's what drives me crazy. Like when they just have wrong information. 
like about a, a certain strategy or you know in a fighting game like if something they say something is like three frames and it's not like when someone's just wrong about something and then they're attacking people over this wrong opinion that drives me crazy because like um, great not only are you a jerk but you're also you're an wrong <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've never personally been offended by anything anyone's ever said to me. You know, generally, I, my rule of thumb is nobody said anything worse to me than my mother said to me already. So it's like you got nothing. Mm-hmm. But the the threats uh, sometimes where you go, you know, you never know what kind of person's on the other side of the computer screen, whether or not they're a little bit off, a little bit crazy, if they're serious or not. Mm-hmm. I've had people threaten to send pipe bombs to my house. You know where my mother lived at the time because I was living. You know, I was like sixteen mm-hmm. and stuff. Even a couple of years ago, we had somebody threaten myself and another one of our guildies, one of the officers, because we kicked them from our guild for being a racist, for mm-hmm. saying explicitly racist things. And that's, I guess, maybe another jump off of the moderation topic. Well, I'll circle back to that. But they uh, they threatened to come find us at BlizzCon because they knew we were going to BlizzCon. They were like, "Listen, I know what you look like because we." You know, you see our faces right. all the time or stuff in Discord, and I'm going to come find you. And we're like, there's 25 of us come through, you know? <laughs> but at the same time, what happens? How do you, when does something go too far? Is, is that toxicity? How real is it? They swat your house, they come for you, you know? It, it happens. I've had it happen to me a few times, not being swatted, but absolute serious threats against me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, what made it so much worse is the advancement of technology. And ease of like use of it because obviously like ten or twenty years ago we didn't have to worry about a random fifteen year old finding out what your IP address is, but now anybody knows how to do it and nobody should have to sp- get a VPN to prevent. And if you don't, you can look up on YouTube right now. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you can really learn. It's, <laughs> it it's so insane. But I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because you can't not take those violent threats. Seriously, like right. this uh, uh woman I knew, well, I still know, like this happened recently. She's uh, heavy in like the dead or alive community. And like she'd be having people cry in her inbox because she's like beating ass. But this one person, <laughs> like, <laughs> this one person like looked her up on Facebook, found out the name of her nephew, and then like got into her Xbox uh inbox and was like, yeah, I'm a find uh and then said his name it's like yeah i'm gonna find him and i'm gonna take him and then i'll show you but like what does that do for you yeah i mean it's really easy to find information now yeah Yeah. i mean i just remember like when i was in i mean this is 2007 Mm -hmm. um you know we go to like the college soccer games and one thing that you you do as the home team is you get a bunch of people and you sit behind the opposing team's goalie and you just taunt them the whole time. Mm-hmm. And there was one time where someone, you know, like went through Facebook and found the goalie and then found his sister and then started like chanting uh, her phone what? number. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's really easy to find information out there. And, and it, it can be like pretty scary. Yeah. You know, we had a scenario where we were doing something at one of the highest levels in WoW at the time, a really high-rated rated battleground. So for those that don't know, it's 10 people versus 10 people. And you win, you gain rating, and the other team loses rating. So there's a pretty deep consequence for it on the bracket. And they had a bunch of our IP addresses. 
because they've played with us before or it's just easy to get if they know your Discord or your real ID and they go through and whatever they do. And I had my house DDoSed and lost internet for an hour, mm, you know, to my wow. entire house. So these, there are real world consequences for that. Your internet people can come after you. Your ISP can come after you. Who knows what you're even doing at that time. If something serious is going on in your house and you need something and you have no internet until mm. these guys decide to get rid of that DDoS button. So this, this stuff is happening. This stuff happens. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if trolls can, can DDoS the, like the blizzard servers, they can find you at your house easily. Yeah, I mean they did Sony. Remember they Sony was down yeah, for like sorry. yeah. Uh can we since we're on the the topic of like death threats and people uh threatening like physical interaction, can we talk about the uh specific death threats to game devs, especially this past right. year? How that escalated, especially with Naughty Dog and uh, CD Project Red? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's insane. Cause yeah, I agree. I mean, <laughs> threatening devs over games they haven't made yet and games they did make. <laughs> it's like they can't win. Mm-hmm. But just think of the insanity that you have to have to, let's just say you got the game and I get it. You, you pay, for, you know, a lot of money for a game that didn't turn out to be what you wanted to be. <clears throat> Anthem. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 But, you know, you're, you're home, you're playing this game, and you're in such of a rage that you're like, someone has to leave this earth because this game isn't right. Like, I am so upset, I'm going to kill somebody over this video game that could prospectively be fixed. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's nuts. And- I mean, I was, a little, I was a little upset with Anthem, and I went out first day, paid my 60 bucks, Played it for the hour, got to the end, and was like, oh, this is it. Looks good, but hey. But I wasn't like, oh, somebody somebody has got to go now. Yeah, what, what happened to just, like, trying to get your money back? Right. Like, you can't get your money back. That's the problem. But I'm not with that attitude. So, <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, if I go somewhere and, like, I order a pizza and it's a shitty pizza, the worst you're going to get out of me is like a bad Yelp review. And that's, that's if I feel like doing that. Like, why right. Why is this mentality, why does it seem like it's specific to the gaming community? Yeah. I, well, you know, it, it's not really. Um, I mean, and we're, we're, and we're kind of like looking at it on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, being in, knowing a lot of people that work in mental health, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the, toxicity is a result of people not having an outlet for their anger. So they turn to the online gaming and unleash their anger there. But some of these people are angry for reasons other than losing in a video game. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and because of um, in the recent generations where these um, the younger kids are being coddled, um, being handheld. They aren't taught how to channel their anger. You know what I mean? Like our generation. You know, we we went through bullying. We turned out okay, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but these kids, you know, they they they. It, 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 I think it just goes deeper than just being angry at a game. You know what I mean? I mean, you got these kids. They're committing suicide because of simple things like somebody. Um, harassing him in their in their inbox you know what i mean when they can just simply not read the message mm-hmm. 
but they don't know how to not read the message. So I think, you know, that's that we got to look at it. We got to look at that and not just looking on the surface as just being angry at a video game. So, you know. Well, my guildies are going to get an earful if I don't get that piece of 225 gear or whatever it is. I haven't <laughs> even made it that far, so I don't even know what they get. Okay. Let me not get that carry. Okay, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give you an example how bad it is. How bad, like I don't. Yeah. You guys, can I mean, it's not like it's not like the gaming community. The only ones like receiving and issuing death threats for things. I mean, right. if you if you like have followed politics for a minute and a half in the last like four years, like it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's that's pretty prevalent. Nuts. Yeah, Gee. I don't want to get <laughs> too far because like Dario looked like you was about to say something. I don't want to get too far away from the conversation before. Oh no, yeah, yeah. So I. I'd agree with about half of what Jay said, but the other half, I'm going to vehemently disagree with my man. I, I I don't think it has anything to do generationally because if I were to I've, – I've played World of Warcraft for 15 years. I probably have over two years of my life in game time played. Mm-hmm. So like I've physically been on the game. Uh, JB and Michael tell you I lead a guild of almost a 1,000 individual players. So I've dealt with a few thousand easily people throughout the 15 years. I'm very active. I'm very social. I've always been the guild leader since pretty much 2007. I've always found that it's actually the reverse. The younger people up to a certain age, you know, once you're, if you're really young, it's, it's a bit different. Or if you're in that angsty teenage period, it's a bit different. But the older <laughs> people on WoW are the ones that are usually the most toxic. The people that are in their 40s, the people that are in their 50s, which there are hey, a hey, good hey. amount of them. I know. I didn't say 60s, Mike. I said 40s and 50s. You were, you were creeping up there, though. I mean, no, I, was getting, I, was and I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that's more specific to the game that we it, play. It, but it, I could do be, it could be that community. It's it's a microcosm, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's a small sample size. But those are the guys that are always shooting, you know, and they, they always got something to say. They're always feel like they're entitled to something else. The level of entitlement from those generational people is is far greater. And they're usually the ones that get upset when they don't get something or something doesn't go their way. And that my group is the ones that are usually the ones trying to help people because we, again, generally know more about, about that style. But I want to touch on the, the anger aspect of what you said. Because my interpretation of what happens with people going and making death threats to developers this is all they have. Mm-hmm. They have probably usually not, not much outside of the video games, whether it's a community that they're decent at or they're very active in. They probably don't have much of, of a personal identity. So their identity is the character and the community that they're in. So if something goes ori for that or it goes weird for that, and I agree it's probably a mental health issue. I think you got that spot on, Jay, mm-hmm. that – they lash out and they, they go at these people because you're attacking my identity. You're attacking the only thing that I have. I, I tell people all the time, my guild for some people is all they have. We're their only friends. They have no friends. They have no family. And I don't mean that pejoratively. That's mm-hmm. accurate. Yeah. I mean, I'm, look at my brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a joke, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, I didn't know what it said. <laughs> I thought what said would laugh a lot earlier. <laughs> but but does, but does that make sense, right? Like, if you if somebody takes something away, that one thing that you truly have about yourself, or more importantly, your identity, because you don't have anything, it's it's an attack on you, and, and they lash out, usually because they're something, probably a mental health issue underlying somewhere. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. But, uh, 
so th- with the uh, with the age thing, I do agree that it's the older the older generation in WoW that tends to be more toxic. And like was said, like you said, it's 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 a lot of like entitlement. Like their their i their ideals and ideas are always the correct ones. Like it's pretty bad sometimes. But um, it's I I find that that's also the case in um the fighting game community. Oh, absolutely. You know, we see that all the ticks. Uh, even though I don't play as much, you know, just sitting and watching, I'll see how some of the vets kind it's, of... It's, it's that elitism, yeah. like the we've, yeah. we've been yeah, here. Yeah, I've been here the longest. You need to listen. Yeah. Better. yeah. It, it, there's a lot of that. Um, yes. And that's probably how it is in any competitive community. Probably so. Like, people... like sports, I mean... It's you always get like, you know, the vets are always like trash talking the younger generation. Like it's just it's always gonna happen. I think mm. it's just the way the world works. I mean, you get you get you'll get like younger people that have like maybe some some new some new ideas and some new stuff they'll they'll try, but I feel like the older generation is typically the one that like goes the hardest. So to play devil's advocate just a little bit, because of course I'm not a vet in any game, but let's just say you are this um, elite person that was extremely good at this game and you were on this high-end level and you actually did all this stuff and you're trying to teach the younger people the way, because these younger people may want to get to the plateau that you're at, so and you're trying to teach them to get to the, that plateau. So... I mean, I guess it. De- I guess it may depend on the way you deliver it. So, like, te- yeah, it it does because teaching obviously is is fine. It's just it's how you go about doing it. If if you're if you're teaching and you have this idea that your way is the only possible way to do things, <laughs> like that's not that's not how you're supposed to do it. Like, it doesn't work quite like that. <laughs> I mean, teaching math where there is an answer, there are still multiple ways to get there. Like, right. So yeah, it just depends on how you're teaching it. Like, like people. All right. So like, I'm pretty much I'm one of like the only people in my community that does anything with like video production, like streaming and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So people come to me with, with questions all the time. And I don't tell them that there's like one specific way to do something. You know, I'll like lay out a few options because I know it's going to matter. Like it's going to depend on things like their budget and what, how much time they want to put in and, and all this stuff. So like there are multiple ways to get to the same place. Right. I'm not just like, you got to do this one thing or you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's what happens in a lot of these competitive communities. There is that mentality that like, this is right. Everything else is wrong. And you're an idiot for thinking otherwise. (laughs) Like that's, that's that toxic gatekeeping. Mm. Toxic gatekeeping. And there's like, I mean, it's not technically cronyism isn't no that nepotism is family Hmm. um but there's definitely that in the competitive communities also you see it with things like um who gets more like stream time who are the commentators at the right 
And it's like, oh, it's always these same couple people, like, because they just don't, they just don't let new people, they don't like, right. don't give them a shot, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's more of that gatekeeping, and and I, a lot of people won't probably view that as like toxicity in gaming, but that's obviously a part of it. It is. How else will you get a chance to shine if you never get a chance to shine? Right. So, not that I condone any of these actions, but it kind of becomes a little more understandable for like a better term when there's like money and yeah, and fame involved. Like those, when it happens on that tier, I kind of, the action is, oh. is understandable. Oh yeah. Like you know I, I, I mean, as, as someone that manages like a pretty big esports YouTube channel, like mm-hmm. I, I get the money aspect of it. I know that like, this person, if they're in a video, will bring in roughly this percent more views than literally any other human on the planet. Like, I, I get that. Right. Um, and, like, it's it's annoying. But something, like, that, that it works that way with players. But with something like commentary, it's not nearly as important. Right. Like, people like to think it is, but... Dude, you're you're still watching the finals, regardless of who's commentating. Right. You know how many people watch finals on mute? Like they, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not important. the The number of people that get enough satisfaction out of the commentary to change their mind over watching it is such. It's such a small percent of mm-hmm. the people that will watch it. It's like it's like catering. It's like catering Smash to the competitive community. Why would they do that? The competitive community is probably less than 10% of the people that play the game. Mm-hmm. They're not going to cater the game to you people. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they'll make some changes, sure, but they're not going to like make these sweeping changes just to make you happy. So I, that's, that's, I don't know. That's what I think about a lot of that. Okay. So... I'm glad you brought up Smash. Like with Smash specifically, like you brought up a good yeah. point that the pro players they really are suggesting all these changes and they hate a lot of these characters that are being added, but they're not seeing the big picture that the game's not specifically for the pro people. Like mm-hmm. the big thing about Smash is that it's so accessible, it's so that it's yeah. easy to learn, that there's a character there literally for anybody who knows anything about video games and yeah, and I think that's where I think we're we're doubling back to the entitlement that we were talking about, the entitlement of gamers in each specific genre. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. You know, Smash I don't know if Smash is the best example for that. I mean, on the entitlement side, mm-hmm. I would compare it more to like a WoW, a League of Legends, Age of Empires is another really good example right now. So wow WoW could be a good example with um like people wanting them to like let's say they want the devs to cater to the, the, the like the, the mythic, mythic raiders. Yeah. The mythic raiders. Right. It, right. It, it, it is. Those are like similar percentages. Like the smash ultimate is the best selling fighting game in history. Mm-hmm. And the biggest tournaments ever on the planet still only get a couple thousand people. Like right. Right. that is so. a really small percentage of the people that bought the game. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the reason why I'm saying it's not a good example, and going back to what uh, to what Map said about 
money being involved. When you go to like a League of Legends, oh, if, yeah, they, money if, they, if they don't cater the top competitive scene, you got to remember, in, in some ways, the people that are lower are looking at those people and saying, I wonder if I could be that. I wonder if I could be better. So they have to continue to, to maintain that core competitiveness at the top 1%. And that's, so that's it, actually why I use Smash as an example, because the competitive community isn't that important. But for something like a league, it is. Or Street Fighter, it is. Because it's on a bigger stage, there's a lot more money involved. So it, it, is, impo- it is important, though. Yeah, league drop. I'd call it entitlement because I I do think that the devs should listen to their top one percent of players because those one percent of players help keep the game healthy and help keep people wanting to play the game and wanting to become better at the game, whether it's for money, rewards, fame, or just personal attribution that you know I could get to the top. But when you start to lose that layer of the community, the overall layer of the game falls as well so they, there's right. certainly a balance but right that's that's why i didn't use those games as an example yeah because <laughs> like you make that that case with sports like oh why why cater to the nfl when there's so many more people that play the sport it's like well it's they're really freaking important because of exposure and all the money involved and everything you just said <laughs> i think i have a good question to, pick, to piggyback off that do y'all think that the introduction of uh, the ability to make money off of either streaming or in esports, do you think that magnified or intensified? Uh, like for Overwatch, an example, like when Overwatch first so, came out, it was like super welcoming, sort of. So I think so. So let's just say we were all playing a League of Legends match, like all, all you know, four of us, and I like completely fucked up and now I just lost us a hundred thousand dollars. I think you guys would be pretty upset with me. I'm still salty at my teammate in high school that pulled his hamstring on the third leg of the four by two is States. Mm. And so we didn't medal. I'm still salty about that. And there was no money. Involved. <laughs> but I do also agree that like putting, you know, having those. Having Ezra. Those, having those top players around gives something for the little people to like look up to like, man, maybe one day I could, you know, Mm -hmm. I could run my own guild and carry people like my best friend over there sitting there waiting to carry me this evening (laughs) through tour guys. (laughs) But no, but really, you know, but when you do get to that level and you know, you, you know, people start messing that money up. You may look at them like this motherfucker may have to walk home. Like it's a long (laughs) walk home from, you know, LA to Baltimore. So I don't know. I, I I think like getting getting upset with your teammates and stuff. I mean, that's not necessarily like that's that's less like toxicity in gaming and more just like being competitive. Mm. Yeah, but I think you know, but the competitive can turn it. So we're competitive in the other team. So we're taunting the other team, and then you know the taunting can start to escalate a little bit. Well, it just comes from you suck to you being a name now. You're just a stupid. Yeah, so, that's just like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> At but some again, point, you just, just bite your tongue. They, I mean, some <laughs> people just can't. Some people just, some people just can't, and that's the problem with. I mean, we see it all the time. Some people just can't bite their tongues. They just like, I gotta take this way too far. I can just leave it here, but let me not. And <laughs> now you, now you on. Kotaku for doing something dumb. <laughs> you're in a you're in a twit longer. Yeah, yeah. They didn't took your meme from off a. Uh... You're yeah. You're not an emote anymore. <laughs> so I mean, let's 
I don't want to sit here and I don't want to come off as like some sort of like pansy snowflake weirdo that can't take being told that I suck at something. Like there's a spectrum. Yeah, you know of saying? course. That's what I was getting at. Like there's you can be competitive. Yeah. There's like there there at some point you cross a line and you're not just mm-hmm. being competitive, like you're being a crappy person. Like mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Can it be fixed? I don't think so. It's just integrated in our mitochondria. It's just a reflection of society. Unfortunately, society's a bit shitty, and it just pours out when people play video games. It could be you could banhammer people all day, and someone would just make another account just to get back on, just it's to do this. I mean, it's game. just part of that mentality we have in there. We're like, if you're not face to face with someone, it just feels like there are no consequences to whatever mm-hmm. you say. That's just that's how it's always been, and that's how it's pretty much always going to be. Like, what is it, Facebook gangsters? Chicka chicka, yeah, chicka. <laughs> like, I, I mean, there's probably a couple of us in here that would say exactly the same stuff online as they would in person, mm-hmm. but that is not how most people function. Of course, I'm actually, I'm actually much nicer online than I am in person. <laughs> because because I don't want things taken out of context. I don't want screenshots. Like right, right, and, yeah. And for the most part, you're you're really not gonna find that. Like you look at my Twitter account, like it's it's clean. Like, but it, yeah, in person, like I'm not probably not gonna be as nice to you. <laughs> and that's why we love you, JB. Yeah, and that's why you are the <laughs> baddest black Dude, anyone. Older. Anyone that's ever gone to a tournament I've streamed and sat down in the wrong seat, they know. <laughs> Freaking idiots, man. I think um, Xbox specifically, I think they, they're on to something, um, even though it's not really publicized well. They have something called the Ambassador Program that's uh, urging a lot of people who game on Xbox to become uh, ambassadors. And they're basically... Snitches. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say Narcs. that. <laughs> Narcs. Okay, I got you. They're not just. They're not just encouraged to, to report. They're also encouraged to like create a welcoming community in these certain online gaming communities for for certain people. So like, that's where I thought you were going with it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. They are encouraged to report too. So yeah, <laughs> so you earn points and um, a score based on how many times you like message people and say GG, or how many times you uh, uh, interact in this forum or stuff like that. So it's really encouraging people to be better. Workshop <laughs> is like, wait, people like achievements, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> that's literally what it is, and. Um, I was I was shocked because um my son who's thirteen he actually wants to be in it all because you like you get these badges based on how high a level of an ambassador you are and I was like okay maybe they're on to something dude but people did, like but, yeah <laughs> but did in the back of your mind a little bit you was like damn it I messed up with him damn I raised like, the damn snitch it. damn it <laughs> <laughs> why is he not sending D pics over at Xbox Live damn it do better son. <laughs> I have so, failed you that Dexter meme. I, if, people, if people can get like a little freaking emote or, or a badge or a title mm-hmm. or an achievement, 
like they do it exactly. So mm-hmm. there's a reason. All right, I I I made a face a couple seconds ago because I've heard that before, right? Exactly what you just described. I've seen that model. Um, it was a photography website I used to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, they went they went with that. You know, you you um you were encouraged to give positive feedback on pictures and things like that. The problem was after a while is the website actually ended up failing is because um, people were taking the constructive criticism mm. and the moderators were penalizing people for not even really saying anything negative with the constructive criticism. So this caused a rift in the community where people were like, well, if I can't give them criticism, why would I, why should I leave a comment? You know, mm. like, I'm not saying that the picture is good or bad. Now I can't leave a comment saying that, you know, maybe you should fix this and fix that. I can right. see that working in the beginning, but after a while, people go, people need that. Like I said, we're humans. We have emotions. Eventually that ambassador program, you're going to start locking down people's emotions hmm. and then people aren't going to like it. And then program eventually is going to fail. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds good in the beginning and it's going to work for a little bit. But then after a while, it's just going to kind of like just fizzle out and die because it's going to create a rift in the community. But again, I guess that goes back to, I guess, following the line. There's a uh, difference between, I guess, saying like, hey, maybe you should try fixing your lighting. And hey, this photo is just a complete shit. (laughs) Right. Right. Then people were saying that, you know, you should fix this. That became too negative Mm. after a while. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing people could say was, oh, great job, even though the picture was shitty as hell. You know what okay. I mean? Like, <laughs> so I, I can see that because I've seen it firsthand. That I, I, I feel that's something that may end up happening down the road with that. I just so think have, it might ahead, be a different community. Because, like, I've never been, I've never been messaged saying, uh, Hello, you're really good at Smash Brothers, but you really shouldn't have used the up B move at that particular moment in time. Like, I've never got a constructive criticism in a gaming message. If I, you know, it's if I'm getting messages, I'm not just saying it's yeah. it's something like that is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mark my words. Would you mark see more of that like constructive criticism at um at like fighting? So what I can say, what I do like is um. A lot of guys will, when they're playing the fighting games, the higher-end guys will play against the lower-end guys and kind of critique them. Like, you need to be more aggressive, you need to block more, hmm. and so on and so forth. But I also, at the same time, do see a lot of the stuff that GB was talking about, the elitism, the gatekeeping. Like, I am the hear-all, see-all in Tekken 7. You must be eye-omnipotent with what I say, or you just will never make it. And if you don't Despite do it... Despite them being so, wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, but, so, like... I, I was uh, I was part of a tournament on Friday. Um, like a, a very well-known uh, Smash Brothers player was hosting a tournament, um, but he was hosting a 64 tournament. So I joined him like on the mic uh, for the event. And he was like, oh, this move is the exact same as this other move, except it's stronger. And I was like, no, you're wrong. No, not. <laughs> uh, I was like, it's, you know, it's slower. It comes out slower. Like, whatever however many frames he was like no no no, it's the exact same i was like bet me right now like <laughs> all right you have to sub to my channel he's like okay and we looked it up and of course i was right so like, <laughs> you just people just think they're always freaking right mm. when they're not i don't get that. i don't get how you can think you're you're so right about something 
and be wrong. Mm. <laughs> where where did you get that information? I don't know. On the constructive criticism side, one thing I wanted to talk about today when Mike first said, you know, Dario, you're toxic, you should come through, was, <laughs> you know. I, I just in, thought that you would be a good ad for it. <laughs> in, in an MMO, it's almost a competition, right? And it's a team sport. You need to have 20 people if you want a mythic raid in World of Warcraft. And that means these 20 people, if you say this is the goal we're going to set, everybody needs to hit that mark. And if you're not good enough for that mark, we got to let you know that. Mm -hmm. And where is the line between constructive criticism and toxicity? Because I'll tell you, every single one of my players has a different opinion on where that line is. My opinion is pretty much everything is constructive criticism. And they're like, no, Dario, most of that's toxic. It's, it's, the, language. it's the language that's it's, used. It's, it's language, and it's also culture. I find that the people in the Midwest are real soft in comparison to when I'm talking to people from New York. I can talk to New Yorkers completely differently than I need to talk to people from Cali, Minnesota. I mean, and it's, it's different across the board because people come from different areas in video games. So what's toxic to one is a toxic to another. I, I agree. I just, yeah, like I, when, you're, when you're raiding, who wants to do the, the raid boss 15 times in a row because somebody's like screwing up? Come on, let's get this, this stuff done. Yeah, like, it, it, I think it crosses the line into toxicity. It, it, it depends on the language. Hmm. But yeah, I, yeah. I, on the other hand, like, see, like, I don't necessarily have a problem with someone that like raid leads the way that you do was said because I'm not the one making those mistakes. So I don't I don't get all that thrown at me all the time. It's like well, why are you standing in this? Like are you let me give you an example and, and a comparison, right? You got an example where somebody isn't doing good enough, right? And you gotta pull them aside after the raid and say, listen man, we want you to succeed. We want you to do well here. You're just not good enough. Can you get better? And to some, that's constructive criticism. To other, that's toxicity. But I always compare. Yeah, like I think it, that's fine. I, I always compare yeah. it to, to a team sport, right? It's like in basketball, you, you got to be able to shoot threes better. Mm -hmm. You just, you got to fix that shot. And to me, it's like a sport. But for a lot of these people that have never played a team sport before because they're nerds and this is this is their, you know, They've never been in that atmosphere. They've never been in the, a locker room. But to them, locker room stuff is, is toxic. But at the same time, a wise man knows his limits. So, like, for me, I'll run a normal raid, but I know I'm not going to run a heroic. I wouldn't be – I'd be a damn fool to sign my name up for one of them goddamn heroics. They, yeah, if y'all came and burned my house down, I would probably help you because I know my limit. Like, I know I'm just not that caliber of person to even delve into that. So, at the same time, I think – some people should just know their limit. I'm not going to jump into a heroic raid. I, I'm just not for, I'm just not, because I just don't know. I, I think these kind of lines are, and, and not knowing where the line is, because it's not a defined thing. It moves, like I said, based on people, culture, based on how you, how you say it. That's why so many people perceive the best players to be so toxic, because we're usually the ones that have to provide the feedback. And how we provide it is a big portion of it. And when you were talking earlier to, to circle back, can it be fixed? I, I would say myself personally, I've become less toxic as a leader over the last 10 years. But that's because people hold me accountable. And whether that's the in-game moderators of the company that hold you accountable, the people around you hold you accountable if you were good people. 
but th- that's how you, you be able to get better and, and get less toxic. But we're always going to be perceived that way because we have to be the, the corrective action to, to a lack of thereof. You're not good enough, but that's toxic. Yeah, if you're not good enough, you're not good enough. But I mean, maybe because we're older now, like when Brian and I were young, we would literally greet each other with some sort of horrible name. Like I am uh, going fact. over his house thinking of a horrible name to call him. <laughs> Not by his government name. Like, what derogatory, horrible name? <laughs> you open up the door, I mean, what's going right. on you? Mother, you suck. And he's like, oh, your, your mama just got hit by a bus. I was like, and, you, you guys, uh, You guys see that uh, Gran Torino, the Clint Eastwood movie that came out like 10 years yes. ago? Yes. Yeah, yeah. good there's, movie. Like that, there's that scene, there are those scenes where like yeah. he's talking with like his barber and everything and the kid is like, you can just talk like, you know, <laughs> like, but to him, that was just Monday for him. Like, Hey, this is just Monday. Get off yeah. my grass. You stupid. Like, <laughs> you can talk to you like that. You gotta know them. <laughs> <laughs> At least learn my name first before you get to call me. The <laughs> right. I, I think the line is drawn when you kind of, when you're not talking about the game and you're jumping over to, personal stuff Mm -hmm. like hey you're advancing a little too quickly you have to wait for everybody else is a little different than hey your dad should have used the condom and like (laughs) you know it's it's so like it's there's constructive criticism and there's toxicity it's like where does the line where does that line exist it's when it's not constructive it's Mm -hmm. when it's like destructive like that's the whole toxic thing you know that's that's what toxic things do right mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like you're you're not helping anymore you're you are you are hurting in a way and like that is but like think, but like dario said like some people everything offends them you know i, I think if, it's if you just say you're not good you're not good enough then they get mad i think it's an education thing we all got to be educated we all got to be able to to learn better ways to say things and do things to each other to make the gaming community less toxic cuz at the mm. end of the day education lifts up all aspects of society right mm. it, it, saying to somebody hey listen man you're just not good enough get better and, and instead of pointing at them and saying hey listen man your rotation pressing x y and z at these intervals aren't good enough and if you change that it's going to be better is is a much better way to to phrase things but unless you know how to phrase those ways or you've been taught a better way to, to communicate, you're going to be toxic to some people. Well, let me go online and say, Brian, all the times I called you a pig fucker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right here, man. Right. <laughs> I, I know you didn't engage with sexual activities with <laughs> four-legged creatures. And we if just, you did, you would have invited me. So That's our word. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like other people using that word. That's ours. Yeah, that's ours. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> so, but, um, so have we, I'm assuming, if we, I'm, I'm trying to think, I don't think, I probably have, but have we all ever delved into being like, like what's the most toxic we've ever been online? Can't say I just talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I I really don't. I don't know. I I think the most toxic I've been is when people come at me, and then I just like meme on them. Mm-hmm. If somebody like, says they're, like something raging about, me about or something, and people? I just like don't feed into it, like like I know I'm making them more mad. So 
so in a way, I guess I am being toxic. <laughs> but I, I don't like lash out at people really. I don't know. I just don't do it. It's like it's not it's not it's not worth my time. Mm. Some people probably enjoy it, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people enjoy it. I mean, that's probably, that's probably so. I think more people enjoy it uh, more than it just kind of like escalating into something. Because sometimes yeah, like, I, like, troll people like playing a game, you know, like if they do something dumb and then I kill them and then I'm like teabagging them, you know, like, yeah, right. <laughs> like I'll do that. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even wash your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not like messaging them. Like, yeah, yeah. Some, someone like jumps me and, and kills me like I I might camp them for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> Shouldn't have done it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Oh, you know, good spirited trolling. I wouldn't consider toxic gaming like getting a tea it's bag like, if you lost. That's just, dude, I, the, yeah. All right. What about what about the, the famous uh Justin Wong video where he's playing Mortal Kombat against the kid? I don't think I've seen it. What did he do? Yeah, what bro, he he do? shooting the rocket with Jax. He's like, you're going to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this kid on voice. He's just like, you're using a cheap move. Stop it. <laughs> no you're mercy. not even good. <laughs> no mercy. Over and over. And he's like, Welcome to the real world. <laughs> All right, I take it back. Cheesers in Mortal Kombat are the worst. But <laughs> I mean, let me pop that real world cherry for you. <laughs> You're gonna learn today. Yeah, against Justin Wong at that, not against like somebody like me. Ugh. I don't know. It's like at some point though, it's it it stops being like like a funny joke. Like who knows that kid might be traumatized. <laughs> Just see a we big don't See, see a big I need a where are they now video on that kid. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I have to check that. I, I completely missed that. Dude, that's old. That was like MK9. Mm. So funny, though. So what are we going to do, us as people, going to help to stop making, making the online gaming community so toxic? I mean, I, I generally just don't feed into it. So do you um, de-escalate something when you see something you think you can? Let's just say you kind of see. If, if, if I think something is getting to like a dangerous point, certainly in person, I've had to step in. But oh, really? As... So you've had that, you've had this happen before. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I, I could see that. I've seen a few. Um, I, I remember the first time I seen my first actual like rage quit, like the guy took his, it was two in the same day. It really like stunned me. It really like popped my rate. So the one guy took his Xbox controller and just flung it and just walked out the shop. And I remember I just looked at Carl and Carl was like, oh yeah, this is what he does all the time. And then the other guy took his arcade joystick and slammed it on the table. Bam! And I was just like, man, he just took his $300 joystick and slammed it. <laughs> Dude, I don't even hit my desk. <laughs> yeah it but like i, I you know, i've had people like ready to come to blows like you know again like excessive like 
just like yelling and, and antagonizing and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I've had I've had to like say something. Yeah, I think de-escalating and being a, p- a positive force is is important around you. But if you're the problem, you need to be able to one acknowledge it, and two try to fix it, and three what what's helped me the most of becoming a less toxic person is the people around me empowering them to say, listen, if I start getting all hyphy and I start freaking out and I start yelling at somebody and becoming like the New York Italian comes out of me, you know, you got to go, you know, Dario, you're bugging right now. Shut the hell up. Like I they, I need to be able to tell these guys, hey, listen, just because I'm the leader doesn't mean that you don't get to tell me to shut the fuck up and, and, and tell me to calm down and, and hold me accountable. And without that kind of support system around me, I still be just as toxic as I was, holding me accountable. Oh, GG's Dario. Yeah, I, true, I think that like that's the best thing that people can do is when they see something that is like clearly over the line, like to say something. You have to, you have to be able to speak. It's communication. You can't be soft. I'm pretty sure a lot of situations. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the uh, people around that egg it on most of the times. I mean, I had to kick someone out of my house. Really? God yep. damn. Mm. Dude's trying to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog didn't eat him? <laughs> the, the the bad thing is I probably would have done it if I wasn't in a sling at the time. Mm. <laughs> you were playing uh, your Frisbee? What, I, that I, that? It was my second shoulder surgery. Okay. That's probably why he was talking shit. You guys crazy. <laughs> you guys insane. People from Maryland fight. I don't know anybody from Maryland that could fight. He's from South Carolina. Well, we're not from Maryland. We're from Baltimore. You got Tank Davis, and that's it. Ain't nobody else in Baltimore <laughs> to fight. Not a single person. <laughs> Well, evidently, you don't have to fight when you got a trunk full of AK 47s. I don't know. They're, they're rebuilding all that now, man. It's every, a, it's a little different all there. Every abandoned row home in Hamden got a body in him. <laughs> that was being too toxic. Abandoned? Wait. Hamden? What, what was the last time? Yeah, yeah, last time yeah, yeah. Been to Hamden. Hamden like, has been gentrified a, li- a little while ago. A little, I, <laughs> okay. I, we still we still got the one bad place in Hamden with the drug addicts. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's 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 my place. <laughs> Hamden definitely has like very distinct groups. Like, out by the ASPCA, where they leave all the toxic people. <laughs> Yeah, I won't get into it. <laughs> so I, I want. I was. I was going to jump in um, earlier, um, but then I lost the thought. So I'm a. You ever play? Has anybody played Smite? Yes. All right. I don't know. Smite is probably has the most toxic community I have ever encountered in any game. Right? Well, I mean, didn't they have that that one guy, DM Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna tell you how bad Smite players are. They 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 threaten you when you win. So not to cut you, so is it? <laughs> oh, hold on. You Let get threats when you win. I got threats because I stole a kill, right? Mm-hmm. Even though we won like twenty to one. On a Dude, certain, so I played it on 
I was playing on Xbox One. I didn't delve into it a lot, but I played a good little bit. So is it is the whole community toxic or more on PC? It's or it's on- got it's majority. It's majority. Okay. Like I, I've I've won games. I've been in matches where we're winning, we won, and dudes are still upset because of something so trivial. I'm like, dude, we won. Like, <laughs> why are you inboxing me? You know what I mean? Why are you calling me fat? Like, <laughs> I've seen. That's that. how bad it is. I, like I, I only play like every so often now because mm-hmm. it's, it, it's that bad. Even when the filters and all that stuff. Damn. Like I've reported probably fifty people because of stupid so, stuff like that. Like, so did you stop playing the game just because you were tired of it, or it was a, a multiple things and the toxicity was just a good part? I, just, I got tired of it. Okay, I got right. tired of it because I mean they were they were doing it constantly during the match, after the match, like. I would just log in sometimes and I just got like 10 messages from people I played with like weeks ago, still upset so you, about winning. So you like, so you pretty much stopped playing the game because of the toxicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. That's crazy. Like, I, I'm not going to sit and just report everybody all day. Like, that's no fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not the purpose you turn the game on. You turn on the play, not report. Mm. Right. But, you probably got that badge from Xbox if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you say GG too? Because that's how you. Yeah, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Your mother sucks cock in hell. GG's thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Good game, thanks Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I, I really think. Though, I think though, like it, it when when it comes to toxicity in gaming, um, every community is going to be different. Um, and you know, every community is different because I've seen, um, some communities like, um, like division, for instance, like people I've met there have been really helpful. And then on the other end of the spectrum, smite people aren't helpful at all. <laughs> so I think, I think every game has its, has its, um, different levels of toxicity, I'd say, you know, some, I mean, I- some game communities are more toxic than others. I agree. I think, like I said before, I usually rotate. I do WoW and Final Fantasy. And I haven't rotated to Final Fantasy because of these guys. Oh. <laughs> like, really, they're, like, really helpful. As horrible as I am, I try not to ask for help a lot. But they are. Plus, I like just getting on and talking to them. So, mm-hmm. you guys are all right, I guess, for a bunch of World of Warcraft, I guess. I just think it's going to... Um, I don't think it's going to get bigger... But it, the problem is going to change because the gaming community is growing because playing games is becoming more, less of a stigma and more people are getting into it. So the doors are now opening to a lot of assholes. So I, I think <laughs> I think like we, we were saying earlier with the rewards program and Xbox's ambassador program, I think the rewards need to be greater for not being a dick and the punishments also need to be greater for being a dick. Like, being banned for two days might be a fine warning, but that's not enough when it's, like, the 80th time. Or even just... I feel like most of these companies do have things in place for, like, repeat offenders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going after people's IPs now. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. I didn't know about that. Yeah, they'll they'll close your whole house down. Shit. (laughs) And yeah, like, yeah. then people get into like VPNs and stuff. But like, um, I mean, they're, they're taking the steps that they can. Yeah, I think was it um was it 
Activision that had the um for um when Modern Warfare first dropped, they had the uh rooms where like if you got caught cheating, yeah, you put you on the server cheating. with yeah. all the cheaters. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was That's awesome. clever. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That is. I mean, you still get to keep that revenue, but you put all the assholes together. Just let let God right. sort them out. <laughs> <laughs> Just magic. I wish I would, I would love to see more things like that. Like, <laughs> and it was clever. Maybe they'll do that in um, the new uh, uh, game that you hate, uh, John. Anthem Two. No, no, no. The uh, Black Ops. What's the latest Black Ops oh, game? Oh, Cold, Cold War. War. Yeah, John. Do people cheat in Cold War like that? I love the idea of putting all the cheaters on, on a server together. That is great. <laughs> you know, one thing I think that's, uh, that's a bit different and is, is very current is if you look at the rise of Among Us and the type of gamer that plays that game and the type of gamer that streams that game, mm-hmm. it's a lot friendlier the streamers that are doing that content right now are getting massive. Mm-hmm. They're blowing up almost overnight to the hundreds of thousands of subs going between all these streamers. I and agree. it's one of the biggest games in recent history, one of the biggest games in history already. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple and it's easy to play. And there's two different kinds of toxic in that game, right? You're either typing in chat if you're with randoms mm-hmm. or you leave the game because you don't get imposter and you're like, I don't want to play anymore and you just leave. That's toxic, right? Mm-hmm. There's that's a different kind of toxicity where you've now ruined the game for everybody else because now there's less people and you don't right. even get to play and you got to restart and now you're taking away people's time. But something like that, right? That's where these guys have to start coming in and, and start knocking these people out a little bit or take them down a peg. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's cool. you, you get. I don't know if you mentioned this one, but like the people that get killed and then they don't do their tasks. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. same same thing. Like I mean. It's it's like when I just join a battleground and then AFK the whole time to get free honor. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, there are, and there there are things in place to get me to not do that to a mm-hmm. certain degree, but it's easy to combat. Yeah, yeah. I still do it, you know, the whole time we're shooting a podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it's been two minutes. I got to jump. Hold on. Oh, let me get uh, <laughs> let me get Toxie and report them. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to mess up my lighting with my Google Chrome page that I got open. <laughs> responding to this recruitment message on Wow right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm anxious to see what gaming is going to look like, especially after you know COVID. Uh, everybody's home. Everybody's gaming more when the world opens True. back up. If it opens back up, mm-hmm. um, what the gaming landscape is going to be like, uh, Brian, you just said, uh, gaming is very much, you know, socially acceptable now, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, of course uh, the toxic gaming is just never going to go away, but just seeing what the landscape is going to look like now with everything being implemented. Yeah. I just want to, I'd just like to see what everything's going to look like. And within the next year or two, I'm assuming they're letting stuff up now. Um, uh, we just, open back up to 25% while the vaccine's out. I'm assuming we're going to start, you know, laxing up. So all the, all the candy cr- crush uh, trolls are going to start coming out. Yeah, sounds <laughs> <about right. laughs> so yeah, toxic gaming. That was a cool, a cool chit chat. Uh, 
So you guys try not to be toxic, especially towards me, because I am pretty sure I'm going to be the cause of it amongst most of you guys. So <laughs> You do it to yourself enough. <laughs> I do. And it's fine. I have no qualm. You've never, ever heard me complain. I just take it and just, you know, there will be like, do not shoot the boss. And I'll be like, this boss right here. I'm <laughs> like, oh my God. I'll be like, don't stand in this poison, just dancing in it. Hey. <laughs> don't bathe in this. <laughs> don't soak this. He's just like, just cool though. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't be a dick. What? <laughs> yeah, don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Have a good time. It's okay to, you know, poke a little bit of fun at people, but don't take the shit too far. God damn. People just don't know how to stop. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, is that it? Are we we kind of... Yeah, man, send us home. Let them know. Yeah, send, us, send us, take us to the king. That's the old Negro spiritual. JB knows all about that. Negro spiritual. <laughs> Report. I have to explain <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> Reported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, shout out to Dario for joining us. Thank Mike, you, sir. Thank you, you so uh, much for letting me come. No problem. You are you guys are great. And a scholar. Um, do you want to let him know, like, do you have any info you want to drop, Dario? Yeah, get, run it down. Unless, unless Afro Ninja's Deathicus is recruiting 5 out of 10 Mythic right now as of today, but other than that, no. Uh, <laughs> every, every, everything we do to constantly make ourselves better in all aspects makes society better. So whatever we can do to better ourselves betters everybody. Hmm. Spoken like the wise man you are. Gracious Guild Leader. Thank you to uh, Charm City, uh, Mr. Oh No, JB, Dark Horse. Um, Real quick, JB, oh, what game are you on? 64. Uh, World Driver Championship. It's, uh, okay. it's not great. It looks good. It looks good, but it's not. Okay. How what many more number? games you got left? Yeah, yeah. what number? What number? Uh, I just, I'm on 148, so it's literally the halfway cool. mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, make sure you check the JB out. He's running through every 64 game. Um, Dark Horse is your head on. Yeah, N64.tv. Yeah. And um, don't forget, we're on Instagram, Facebook, IG, MEP Game Tech. Um, check out um, the YouTube, MEP Technologies. Uh, we're going to start getting back to some tournaments. So check out for new content on there. And MA, www.mapgametech.com. Check us out if you're in the Baltimore area, 322 West Baltimore Street. And that is it. Y'all be cool. How y'all be cool. Peace. <laughs>